0: Hello. Hello. I feel like I need to raise this up higher Something. Yeah, we do need... There's some books over here. <laughs> we are impromptu recording in my eldest's bedroom again. Yep. Um, which is an absolute shit tip. Yep. It is It is a pigsty again. And she's been away for the week and we walked in and she has left her fan on. Yeah. Which, with the cost of electricity and fuel at the moment, she's going to be owing us a small fortune. Yeah. Buy her like a... Um, exercise bike and get her to power her own (laughs) (laughs) put a like hamster wheel on the side of the house (laughs) Uh, it'd be like can I go on my laptop when she gets home today no you've used up your electricity allowance yeah (laughs) god Um, yeah this is why I don't have kids (laughs) let go Alfie I don't want to have to buy a replacement he's playing with headphone wires yeah perils of a kitten I know Um, (laughs) he's getting more boisterous yeah but yeah, we're. I don't know. Not, not much has been going on, really. No, not really. At the moment. I did a five-kilometer boot camp last night. That was how. Yeah, and, and it was then just went, pure running, and, and then, then, then went to pole after. I saw yeah, that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, they were like, "Are you okay at pole?" And I was just like, "No, I'm kind of exhausted. I'm not really gonna do a lot tonight." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh. yeah. That was fun. Hmm. But I was like, I need to go because otherwise, like, I'll have missed too much, and I'm not going to be able to do it in two weeks, and I'll feel guilty. And oh, yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, on with the case, I suppose, as opposed to listening to us chat. Yep. We still need to do that Patreon chat episode. Yes, we do. We Need to set up a Patreon, and yeah, yeah, people can then just listen to us. We could even remotely record that. Like, that's true. Do one of those recording sessions. Yeah. We really should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this week, uh, Becca said that she doesn't recognise this case. I don't recognise the name, though but, it is, didn't you say it's another Rebecca? It is like, another Rebecca. He s- goes by Becca. Could we stop, like, using my name? Because it's freaking me out. It was really, <laughs> yeah, freaky writing it all out. Yeah. And like, Becca uh, did this and Becca yeah. did that. And <laughs> I, I couldn't let you be the only one who'd done a, like, eerie connected Ow! to you, case. No. Don't jump at people's backs, Alfie. So the cat, the cat just attacked me. <laughs> like, he's evil. No, he's not. Possessed, he's a sweet baby. After our episode last week, I think your cat is possessed. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, onto I the think, case. I think Becca will know this when we get talking mm. about it. So we're going to the south of Wales. Oh. Um. So it's not that far from us. No. Um, and in, the in the valleys. the valleys. Josh Sorry went to, to any um, Welsh people, our accents aren't really bad. Josh went to uni in Wales. Did um, he? Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. So, but no, we're going to go there. Hopefully next year. Ooh. And he can show me all the Just <laughs> Sheep. <laughs> sheep, exactly. Valleys. Yeah, some hills. Leaks. I can <laughs> practice my accent. <laughs> Tell everyone I'm part Welsh now, I'm married to him. Oh god. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, um, back to Wales. um, Mm. And we're covering the murder of 15-year-old Rebecca Aylward. Wait. No, you've... No, because I swear the one I'm thinking of, she wasn't from Wales. I don't know. So I'm thinking of a teenager called Rebecca. Yeah. Who was murdered. But I swear she wasn't from Wales. Okay, we'll we'll see. It's it's such a shame because obviously the case is obviously always known as Rebecca Aylewood, like Mm -hmm. the murder of her. But she was desperate to change her name when she was 16 to her mum's maiden name of Oakley. Really? Yeah. Her dad, I don't think, was a nice person at all. And so there's a nasty divorce and split up. Mm -hmm. um, And the kids didn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's just she was planning to when she was 16. And it's such a shame that, obviously... Now she's known as Rebecca Elwood, which she didn't want to be known as. Rebecca was known as Becca to her Mm -hmm. friends and family. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas half our family, I'm not known as Becca. I'm still Rebecca. Yeah, especially to mum. Rebecca! To mum and our brothers, I'm Rebecca. It's weird. It hasn't changed for them, but everyone else, Becca, has stuck. Yeah. So. Uh, So the reason that... Will be given later for Becca's murder is, it's going to leave you dumbfounded and angry and horrified and just why to the world. Uh huh. So just to warn you about that. It's great. Well, yeah. Especially. I mean, obviously, none of them are ever easier, but if, I no. think the ones where it's like a teenager or a younger person yeah. are so tragic. And it's just a brutal, brutal, oh. senseless case. Oh so. God. So, yeah, uh, back in 2009, so, as you say, not that long ago. Oh, well, n- longer ago than <laughs> I'd like, but, <laughs> yeah, not, not when you compare it to, like, cases from the 70s. Yeah. But, God, 13 years oh, ago. Uh, Becca had been the girlfriend of a boy called Joshua Davies. Okay. So, at that point in time, they were both 14, um, it only lasted about sort of three months. Like, it's a teenage romance. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the shortest relationship I had was a month. Okay. It was literally exactly a month in college. Wow. Sadly, it started off really romantically. They asked me out in Paris. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. On a college trip. Like, on this bridge. Was it just that the, they were in Paris and the mood had taken them? And I don't know. I mean, it was a bit weird. But, like... <laughs> We had our first kiss on this like bridge in the moonlight, and oh, wow. it was really lovely. Yeah, and then yeah, he was just a bit a weird, bit weird, eh? a bit weird. He was like nice enough. I mean, for like being a seventeen-year-old, okay. But like, it was just yeah, <laughs> it wasn't wasn't the best in the end. Well, Davies <laughs> is not a nice person. Okay. Um, he and Becca broke up um, because. Davies, who would read her personal diary. Oh, Um, great. Yep, he started spreading rumours about her. As you do about your own girlfriend. Yep. Like, Uh, don't do it about anyone, but that's really weird about your own partner. Yeah. The rumour that I think was the one that pushed Becca to breaking point was mm-hmm. um a rumour that he spread that she was pregnant and trying to baby trap him. Wait, what the fuck? Yep. And this girl is fifteen. Yep. And he had told her that she was to confirm it if anyone asked. So why? He was a bit of a controlling fucking douchebag. Why does he If he's if he's class I mean it doesn't make sense because he's made it up anyway. Yeah. But if he's saying that she's baby trapping him with this imaginary baby. Yep. Why would he want her to confirm because he just likes spreading rumours and like knocking her reputation yeah. and making himself feel big. And yeah, want, she was really popular, and it's like, well, yeah, I also, want people to I mean, change their opinion yeah. of you. And so, yeah, um, it came out later, getting back to it, that despite at the time people thinking Davies and Becca had a typical teen relationship, okay. um, as I said, he was actually like really controlling and abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadly to note as well, um, forensic psychologist Dr. Kerry Nixon, um, she's commented on the case and has said in some ways you could actually consider it a typical teen relationship with the controllingness and abuse (sighs) because obviously... Teens fall into abusive dynamics quite easily because yeah. they don't have the experience of what's a healthy mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah, and they're or not, learning and... about themselves and others and what's yeah. acceptable, how to and... treat people, how to yeah. be treated, and definitely a lot of my relationships as a teenager, I came out of them knowing better what not to do. So uh, yeah, yeah. So it's quite that's hard, horrible, but true. I think mm. so. In the year following their breakup, uh, Davy started posting really hateful things about Becca on social oh, media. Yeah. Hang on, so she she was murdered when she was fifteen. Yeah, they so actually, all initially of this was happening when, when she, she was, was like 14. fourteen. Yeah, and he's saying that she's like trying to baby trap him and at stuff. At fourteen, yes, the fuck. Yep, yeah. which she wasn't at all. She had she was like working really hard at school. She yeah. had aspirations to become a barrister. And oh my god, yeah, wow so he also posted on social media about how he wanted to kill her okay yeah because that's that's normal that's what you do when you're like a teenager yeah um why because he's a abusive nasty person
1: (laughs) um (laughs) well yeah i mean i guess yeah
0: (laughs) he would talk to his friends about it as well Mm -hmm. but his friends just apparently put it down to oh he's just joking around Okay. Yep. Um, they still put it down to him just joking around, Um. even though Davies asked what they'd do for him if he actually killed someone, and they said they'd buy him a proper fry-up. Okay, because that's what I'd say if my friend, in a creepy, serious manner, was yeah. like, what would you do if I killed someone? Yeah. Hang on, what would you do for me? Why would they be doing anything for you? Oh, I don't except know. Except calling the police. Yep. Yeah, I would. Um, he'd also talk to them about actual plans he was coming up with to kill becca and run it past them but it's all still just fucking joking yeah i think at this point even if it was my best friend i'd start to be like okay i'm gonna start like recording sneakily our conversations just in case and it wasn't just like plans just like you know blowing off steam just like i really hate that person i'm gonna kill them i'll it was really detailed and, like, thought through. Okay. So he'd thought about pushing Becca over the edge of a quarry. Right. He'd thought about pushing her into a river, knowing that Becca couldn't swim at all. Oh, my God. And then jumping in under the pretense of saving her, but actually making sure that she was drowning. Holy fuck. Yeah. Like, that's so beyond just a throwaway, I'm angry and I'm lashing out yep, verbally. Yeah, that kind of is thing. so chilling terrifying. and thought especially that level of detail of like i can make it look like i was helping them yeah but make sure it finishes them off yeah which that's just terrifying oh, that is so chilling also psa if you've got kids and it's at all possible make sure they Teach can swim. swim it's such a valuable life skill just yeah. it's so important not say like some people just can not yeah, like our I mother think, cannot swim. Somehow, she's tried to learn. It doesn't work I think, for her. Yeah, Becca's mum had tried to get her like swimming lessons to teach her to swim and that, but she was just terrified of the water oh, gosh. anyway. Oh bless her. Um, but yeah, yeah. If, if you have, if the, you can, yeah, if you can, just do. <laughs> but um, his friends, despite all that, they actually egged him on, like Hang telling on. him. They don't believe he'd had the balls to follow through with it. But You'd that hope should. You'd hope that I—I I would hope none of my friends would have the balls. Yeah, to, exactly. to kill someone. That's part of the reason I'm friends with them is they yep. don't seem psychotic. I would not want to be friends with anyone that I thought was capable of murdering someone. No, especially Jesus. just for a fry up. Yeah, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, over their like their partner. Yep. God. So. Davies also talked about another plan he had, which was to poison Becca. Okay. Uh, He'd researched which plants he could use. And jumping ahead a bit, but I think it's important. Mm -hmm. um, After Becca's murder, and we'll come back to it later, um, Mm -hmm. a mixture of foxgloves and deadly nightshade was found in his grandmother's house. Oh, my God. So he actually was concocting a poison. It gets worse wonderful um it was later speculated about whether he had actually already tried to poison becca with the mixture but just hadn't been successful what so that summer um when becca was 15 before she was murdered um she'd actually been hospitalized with Mm -hmm. like mysterious stomach issues and multiple like blackouts where she'd just black out or completely space out or like, pass out and stuff. Oh my god. Um, doctors weren't able to determine the course of it. And ugh, when she was murdered, she was actually still under consultant care to try and determine what was actually going on with her. So he had, like that, he yeah. tried to poison her. Now, Why? again, I'll talk to you about it later. But um, what part of what Fox, the sort of chemicals in foxglove plants do is they increase. How hard your heart's pumping, mm-hmm. but decrease how often. Okay. Which obviously, too much of will kill you. Yeah. But if your heart is overexerting itself, but a lot slower, that could cause blackouts and yeah. passing out. What the actual fuck. So yeah. Um. It's oh my god. Just it's mind-boggling. Yeah. If no, Alfie, stop biting feet. Alfie. <laughs> if sorry the cat is just biting my foot um but yeah. hang but uh, I just I will never understand if you don't want to be with someone if you don't like them if you hate them just don't be with them he go live your life let them live theirs don't yeah. don't associate with them I think he couldn't stand that Becca and we'll talk about it again later mm. had moved on she yeah. was doing really well at school she oh, had all yeah. these plans and this future without him and he couldn't stand it yep yeah. Like how has your world not crumbled without being with me? Yeah, classic toxic abuser. narcissistic abuser. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Alfie, I don't want to be with you, but I don't want anyone else to be either. So, so yeah. good. Um, Dr. Kerry said that she believed Davies was actually getting off on planning Becker's murder. Oh, lovely, Alfie. Um, so after they'd broken up, mm-hmm. Becca and Davies both started seeing other people. Okay. Um, so it's not as though he didn't fucking move on. No, And Becca, um, apparently, though she still believed that she loved Davies, okay. she tried to just move on and focus on her life and becoming a barrister and yeah. just, just living her best life that she Down could. to earth girl. Yeah. Like, your life doesn't stop because you're not with somebody. Exactly. <laughs> Especially your 14 slash 15 like that's that's never gonna last anyway like not generally you grow and change so much as people yeah so yeah tragically she would never get the chance to become a barrister Oh um in october her family and her had just moved house to maystuck in bridgend i believe um not up to speed with my welsh i should have asked josh (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't believe they'd moved that far but they had moved areas slightly because obviously Mm -hmm. she knew davies and friends and that from before she moved so um their phone line as well still wasn't connected at this point which becomes quite important later on um and around this time davies decided to tell becca that if she dumped the boy she was seeing, that he'd be willing to give them another go. Oh, my God. And I don't blame Becca at all, but you just wish that, like, someone could shake her, uh, like, past her, and just be like, no. yeah like don't do it think about like just why do you why would you don't want to be to with someone him. that's treated you like that yeah but, i mean oh. as everyone knows like people that have been abused let alone teenagers like grown people that have been abused it can take so many times of going back to that person before they leave yeah. finally exactly if they ever do exactly yeah. so becca believing that she still loved davie's Sort of jumped at the chance oh. and agreed to break up with this boy. And oh, yeah, so on the 23rd of October, which kills me as well because it's coming up to Halloween, oh gosh, which I yeah. love. Um, mm. Becca got ready to go out, mm-hmm. so she'd got a new outfit for that day, um, which included a red jacket and brown ankle boots. Oh, which that feels so cute! So autumn, yeah. it yeah. <laughs> Um, I've just ordered some new autumn clothes and I'm so excited for them to yeah. come um, I nearly bought some brown ankle boots yesterday actually because they had boots. like knitted tops and oh. I was like they were so cute they sounded, where yeah, were they? Um, just in um shoe zone in Ooh. town to because they're um, closing down so <gasps> they've got a sale Ooh. Yeah, I know <laughs> no, where I'm going later yes um, but yeah so she did her hair and makeup because she was like a really girly girl mm-hmm. Um, she gave her mum a kiss goodbye and by all accounts including her mum she was excited to go and meet Davies mm-hmm. so she got a lift with her aunt who was called Linda mm-hmm. and down to the local woods to meet him Oh, um, and Becca was calling this meeting a date yeah I mean I guess you wouldn't think anything exactly. weird of going to the woods like not, it, not. if it's sort of somewhere that has got like actual paths and stuff yeah like, probably yeah, there's plenty it's... of places around here where you think there isn't much else to do except go for a walk. Exactly. Or... Like I wouldn't think twice about meeting someone I know in the local no, woods. no. I, I guess that's the thing. Yeah, it's someone she knows, trusts. Yeah. Like I mean, regardless of if someone's a shitty person, yeah. you're not. You're gonna... not expecting them to murder you. No. Like even if you think that you're not yeah. going to have a great time, you still don't expect to be murdered. Because yeah, I mean, you haven't said explicitly i don't want to spoil anything but i mean everything seems that it's leading to he unfortunately yeah um see if going to sort of briefly cover what plays out and then Mm -hmm. take us through
1: more in depth
0: like how it plays out yeah so yeah becca did have a bit of a wobble about going on her own. Oh. She asked her brother and her sister, so she had two younger siblings. Mm-hmm. She had a younger sister who was about 14 at this oh, okay. time. So not much quite younger. close in yeah. age. Um, and then she also had a younger brother who I think was about 10. Okay. Um, so she asked them if they'd go with her. Oh. Um, her brother really looked up to Davies and saw him like an older brother. Oh, God. Um, and her sister... Didn't have strong feelings about him. I don't Just think she thought... neutral. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sadly, her brother and her sister had their own plans that day. Oh. So, as well, it, it was a Saturday and it was a wet Saturday. Typical kind of British weather. British weather. <laughs> yeah. Especially Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> I tell Josh that, because I went to uni up in Manchester, that it rains every day in Manchester, mm-hmm. and he always comes back to me with, it doesn't rain as much as it does in Wales. <laughs> it rains twice every day in <laughs> <Exactly. Wales>. <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, despite, obviously, had siblings being busy, and it being a bit of a grutty day, Becca still wasn't deterred. Mm-hmm. so she hopped out of the car that obviously her aunt was driving like once they'd parked obviously, like, <laughs> yeah, like, rolling like... out the car uh, <laughs> action movie <yeah>. style <laughs> and she went to meet Davies in the wood mm-hmm. um, it wasn't the cute date that she was hoping and expecting mm. um, instead she came face to face with mm. an absolute monster that day oh. Davies saw Becca um, and as soon as she was close enough, he lunged for her, trying to grab oh my her God. and break her neck. So this was straight away. Holy fuck. Oh, oh, that poor arms And to try as and well. break someone's neck. Yeah. I mean, that as that well makes me just think, how f- Fucking immature is he? Because he's watched loads of action films yeah. and thinks it's that quick snap and people just drop down dead. Yeah. Where every time I watch films, I'm like, that's not how it happens. But um, it, we get into mm. it later. It wasn't. She didn't meet Davies as soon as she got out of the mm-hmm. car. Um, he gave her the absolute run around for a while but once they got into that oh yeah no i, do, I wasn't yeah. thinking like but i'm just thinking of that poor aunt yeah. thinking like minutes oh after it wasn't she got minutes out. oh okay no that's yeah kind of what was, oh right he gave her that so, so she, she got was actually wandering trying to find him yeah what um, a fucking asshole. so becca was and i think this is important just mm-hmm. to show davies was over six this part. really yeah oh my god he obviously gone through he's NBA like the same age he's her, like 15 he? jeez god there were some um, kids when i used to work in a school who i was like i mean i know that i look younger than a lot of them anyway yeah. i have a very youthful face but there were some they had like full beards and shit and i'm like you haven't even done your GCSEs, yeah like, how are you? This like <laughs> hench and just like I don't know. You look like you're middle, cl- like middle aged with like kids and mortgage, yeah. like <laughs> jeez uh, But in oh. comparison, yes yeah, so he's so, a lot you know, He's mass- like not like in an insulting way though. But don't no, feel bad about insulting but He's a big guy. Cause he's a No, Arsehole. but um, that's but where he's a big like, guy. Body shaming is never a good thing. No, insult person, insult persons, insult people <laughs> for their shitty attitudes. Exactly. Don't bring that into it. So, in comparison, Becca was tiny. Mm-hmm. So she was five Oh, so she's shorter, shorter than me. You. Wow! And she weighed six stone. Oh my gosh, she was she, r- she tiny. was like an elf. Yeah, she right. so properly like elfin. Oh, anyone wow. who doesn't do stone, uh, six stone is thirty eight kilograms. Wow! Like, I, I reckon my dog's probably that way. Yeah, I weigh nine stone. So that's. 57 kilograms. So she's two-thirds of your body weight. Yeah, and I'm usually cast as really small. Yeah. Like, wow. So she just didn't have a chance against this, like, as you say, this tall, so much bigger than her guy. Yeah. Um, She's only six stone and and five-two. And he's over six foot. Yeah. Like, like nine. She started screaming and fighting back, obviously. Mm. Um, but as you she just couldn't put up any no, fight against him. Because you're just so much smaller. Oh. So, when attempts, so multiple attempts to break Becca's neck, Christ. which I cannot imagine how terrifying that is. No. just. God. When he didn't manage to, he picked up a very large rock. Oh God! Um, so yeah. large that prosecutors in court struggled with its weight. Really? So was he? He's not just tall. He's, he's like strong. big as yeah. well. Yeah. And, um, mm. He smashed Becca with it on, in the back of the head, oh, and then God. he continued to oh. smash her head until he caved her skull in, and then oh. he left her there. Oh my! God god just why fuck no why the fuck because he's a absolute psychopath i just this is so yeah like you said it's just senseless i'm just trying to think there's no it's just going to reason here even more because after fleeing the scene davies went to his grandmother's house Mm -hmm. um and after what he'd done he texted his friends um He texted Trent something along the lines of, I believe I'm owed an excellent breakfast. What the fuck? Yeah. I've just looked him up to see what he looks like. And, like, he is really fucking tall. He But really he is. doesn't look that strong. No. Like, he's a fairly sort of, not skinny guy, but, like, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, lean? Lanky? Guy? Yeah, lanky guy. That's it. He's also, like, that's a picture of him at court. Oh, yeah, with a it, massive smile And he's got a big-ass grin on his face. Yep. Lovely. Yep. Holy fuck. So, yeah, he texts his friends about being owed a breakfast, and then over the course of the aftermo- uh, afternoon... Afternoon? Afternoon? <laughs> afternoon and evening, he messaged Becca, stating his concern and worry. Right. You piece of shit. Yep. You absolute piece of shit. So uh, and he's obviously been convicted for this. I'm going with, so I <laughs> yes. don't feel any qualms calling oh, him. Oh yeah, he did it. Yeah. So yeah. God. Um, at this point, we're going to rewind. I cannot speak today. <laughs> You're really struggling you? <laughs> we, we, after moon and rewind. <laughs> we're going to rewind. Um, a few hours mm-hmm. to when Becca said goodbye to her oh, mum. Oh God! Um, because there's a really good book um, on it, actually written by Becca's mum, Sonia, um, and I want to cover sort of it from her perspective as well. Because mm. as you say, she's written that book. She yeah. wrote it so that she could give her perspective and she could show who Becca was. Oh, that's um, so that's so important. Yeah. the victim does so often kind of get viewed as just a victim and they get lost as being a real person exactly so oh, but that's going to be so tragic it really I, is and it's oh. it's such a hard book to read but yeah. it's so worth it um so obviously I haven't covered everything in it so if you want to give it a go it's called by mam I love you because obviously oh. she's Welsh oh, so she calls her mam them. oh that <laughs> I, that is adorable I know. I find that so cute just like mum it obviously doesn't come naturally to me so I'll be calling her Becca's mum yes way through it but <laughs> so during that day um since she'd said goodbye to her daughter Becca her mum mm-hmm. Sonia had kept busy um because obviously they'd just moved oh um, yeah of that course week, that week I oh think. shit it was like really yeah. new so she was unpacking and sorting out the house um mm-hmm. She said that she wanted to get it straight because Joshua Davies, the plan was that he would come over later that evening with Becca. Oh. Um, and would, like, chill out playing Xbox with her siblings. Right. So oh. while she really didn't like Davies for how he'd treated Becca and the breakup and what he'd been saying about her and stuff, mm-hmm. and she was obviously worried that he'd go on to hurt her again. Yeah. She also knew how excited Becca was, and just that oh. she still cared for him so much, yeah. and she just wanted to give him that chance yeah. to have a clean slate and prove that mm. he could not be a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Caring about her daughter so much that yeah. she wants to put what, her feelings yeah. aside and and actually just care about what she wants and try. Yeah. Oh. And I just hate the fact that that the her sorting out the house so that Becca could sort of give him a good impression was what was on her mind that yeah. day with then what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, piece of skull. Absolute piece of shit. Mm. said it before. Human sack. Yep. So, at one o'clock in that afternoon, Becca rang her mum to let her know that she was still waiting about to see Davies. Um, apparently, he would let her know that there had been a change of plans. Right. What time and did she leave? Did you say? I think I can't quite remember to be okay. back. around lunchtime, I think. Okay. So he's not been gone too long no. but long enough that it's a pain. Yeah. She's exactly. still hanging he's about. Yeah. Her about. Um he said that his parents now wanted to meet Becca. What? Haven't they have they not met her already? Yeah, but apparently now <laughs> they're getting back together, they want to meet her. Right. Um, he- though they never did that day. No. Um Becca also told her mum that Davies had told her to ensure that no one saw her. Why? So he was having her skulk about in the woods and, like, take this long-ass weird route so that people didn't <sighs> see her. See, I hate that because adult me would now be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, no. Teenage. Fucking- yeah, teenage right, would me be, would have been... Prob- this is weird, but Yeah, okay. I would have probably... Being able to be controlled by some of my shitty exes to that point Uh, (sighs) so to sonia at this point she recalls that this just made no sense like Mm. she thought that davies was doing this because he was embarrassed to be seen with becca which is heartbreaking enough Mm -hmm. without then as you say what he goes on to do um, Becca assured her mum that while she was annoyed and frustrated with Davies, that her mum shouldn't worry and that everything was going to be fine. Oh, Becca. So she started walking away from the park while staying on the phone to her mum because she was having to walk through this, like, almost, like, um, alleyway tunnel thing. Okay. Um, Underpass type Under- thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, And, obviously she stayed on the phone to her mums because like you know that's just a sensible thing to do yeah um and she started walking towards davy's house um while she was doing this it started to hail oh like my it was God. that shittier day oh started wow to hail um so she hid under a tree for a moment just to get Aww. some like cover from it not gonna lie though i'm so excited just to interject with something positive yeah i'm so excited that it's september now and like hopefully it can start getting autumny i'm hoping to get a pumpkin spice latte later <laughs> i'm obsessed with them like i'm they're literally they... that cliche yep. of blonde girl in a hoodie with yep. denim shorts uggs on i'm a pumpkin spice latte god they're just too sweet for I'm me so i find basic them... yes you are you're basic, <laughs> you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah are. they're too sickly no. Which is, I, I love cinnamon and everything like that. I so love I love them. all the interesting hot chocolates they do. but no, I And, know. oh my God, chai tea latte. Eggnog latte. <gasps> I've not tried oh, that. So oh, I need to make you some actual eggnog yes. as well. I love eggnog. I have been desperate to try eggnog for years. It's so good. Troy is like, ew, that sounds disgusting. What? Because it's got egg white in it, yeah. not it? And he won't have anything with raw egg. But lots have egg white in to yeah. make the froth. I know, yeah. But, yeah, he won't have anything with raw egg in it. I think and we're just taking a break because it's so heavy. That's the thing. I'm trying yeah. to, like, avoid... Because this... Mm, it's just turning my stomach with, like... Oh, I'm just I made so... a really good cocktail the other night. Ooh. So I took Josh on a date. Because mm-hmm. I think it's important that, like, the guy gets dated too. Yeah, exactly. They need to be treated to, just... like, make themselves feel special. Exactly. The same. Like, they should be equal in everything. So we do that. We um, have a date night because, of course, we've got kids and stuff. We have yeah. a date night each week um and so we take turns like planning i like the, the date. way you're like because oh, we've got kids we have a date night each week i'm like we don't have kids and we don't ever have date nights <laughs> like if we like, we're ha- so boring if we didn't have kids we'd have them more often was my point. <laughs> oh yeah i know but that's <laughs> the thing like we don't and we never uh, ever have them not even like every month but <laughs> <Or, like, laughs> so, so, yeah because so, i was taking him out i was i like designated driver so Josh got to drink So we got home and I was just like, I really fancy a cocktail after like Mm -hmm. seeing Josh have like whiskey and that and stuff. Yeah. So I made it's rum Mm -hmm. with honey in it and cream. It's called a bee's kiss. If you could see my face (laughs) right now, not looking like it would. (laughs) Rum and honey and cream. Yeah. Does the cream not curdle? No.
1: it's really just, nice. like, it's not landed
0: the way you hope no it really hasn't maybe i'd have to try it but then i don't drink and i no. don't like alcohol so so no i guess i probably still wouldn't like <laughs> it i'd have to get troy to try it and be like what do you think yeah like, <laughs> uh, okay well moving on from that disappointing disappointment yeah. um so yeah um where did we get to um she had been hiding under the tree yeah because of the hail Aww. she was still on the phone to her mum uh when she, she... should have just gone home she should have done just said fuck him yeah if he i'm sorry like i'm of the opinion if you waste someone's time like that mm. it shows that you're not at that interested in them as a person and they don't deserve your time yeah. you waste my time you don't deserve it yeah true i think some people take it too far and that's like you're not being, you're five minutes late yeah, like, or like in the bin you've got like an emergency oh, yeah. and you've cancelled ugh yeah. but yeah like definitely something like this shows that they just don't yeah. give a shit um, so yeah Becca then said she spotted Davies mm-hmm. Um. so she said goodbye to her mum um, and assured Aww. her she'd see her later Oh. Um, but that was the last time that Sonia ever spoke oh, to God. Becca and I'm guessing she ended the phone call by saying bye mum I love you Oh, a That's just. And also, what a sweet! Like, what teenager finishes phone calls by just saying, "Like I love you" to their I parents I still don't say "I love you" to mum because we were never brought up saying it, and no. it just feels awkward. We I were ve- like emotionally starved. Yes, we really were. She said no the other hugs, day. no "I love you." <laughs> yeah, she. Was, we were talking the other day, and she was saying like that. Granny never said that to her. So she up. never said it. So to she us. was like, "Yeah, it never." Her to her, to be like a natural, which is so funny because I'm the complete opposite with my kids because we didn't get it growing up, and I yeah. felt I wanted that, and I felt mm. sad that we didn't Definitely, get that. Yeah. And so from day one, I've always like yeah. told them how much they're loved, give them hugs, just mm-hmm. pile on probably yeah. too much love and affection. Yeah. I hug mum. But that's been in the last few Does years. Does Mum do that really I've, awkward hug back to you? She will give me a proper hug God. now, but I think that's because I've pushed that to be normal. Yeah. And I, like very occasionally, I'll say I "love you" like at the end of a phone call. Yeah. But normally, she doesn't say it. <laughs> 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 no, I think because like, so she is kind of like so awkward. But yeah. I think she appreciates it. Yeah. Like, she'll finish texts and stuff with, like, love mom and stuff. Oh, yeah, I get so, that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that made her sound really bad to listeners. <laughs> it's not that I'm like, I love you, and she's like, bye. It's <laughs> like, cold and I'm But, like... Bye. <laughs> I very much, I try to normalise. Mum's been through a lot, yeah. and she struggles with something. Yeah. Stuff. But you know that she means well, and that she exactly, does love us. Yeah. So. I, There's effort going into healing those sorts of traumas. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, that is what our, our family, family though. Yeah. It is completely, mm. don't show any emotions, yeah. don't have any no. emotions. But you and I are the only people who've kind of turned around and said no we're not okay with that yeah and things are changing because we're changing exactly them. like <laughs> if we weren't doing that i don't think anyone would have changed, changed. No. no like it's only recently that with our siblings we've been able to kind of get people to a point where they can say oh actually i don't really yeah. that joke didn't land and people will apologize exactly oh like, god <laughs> so yeah. yeah. But there we go. Enough about us. Yeah. back um, in this. Instead of our depressing childhood we'll Yeah, move to a depressing more case. depressing things. Yeah. yeah, sorry guys, we're dragging you down yes. today with everything. <laughs> You're just like our free voiceless therapists it like, does feel like that sometimes <laughs> have we started the podcast to give ourselves therapy and yeah. inflict it on, <laughs> on everyone lots else? of people that we don't know it's that it's whole kind of like, sometimes it's easier to talk to someone you don't know and we're like okay we'll run with that <laughs> we <laughs> like, will take this to an extreme <laughs> we will talk to people not that we don't even know that we don't know we don't know yeah and that we might never meet <laughs> like <laughs> God oh, right. we're sorry yeah. <laughs> oh, so bye so yeah okay so she's Becca, seen had seen Davies and because um, I refuse to call him his first name yeah um don't blame me exactly <laughs> and so she'd hung up to her mum and that was it as far as Sonia knew she was oh, wow. spending the day with him yeah um, she was obviously meant to be coming over that evening with Davies to spend the night um, mm-hmm. but by six PM Linda so Becca's on. Yeah. Um she rang Sonia to express her worry because she hadn't heard from Becca mm. about picking her up because oh yeah. she was meant to pick them up. And this is October in Wales. It's going to have been dark. It's been it's, hailing. Yeah, it's been hailing. It's gonna be dark by now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Um So she advised Sonia to ring the police at this point. Um Sonia to kind of try and protect herself. She was getting worried as well, but she didn't want to give in to the worry. Mm-hmm. She tried to reassure Linda, oh. saying that it's fine. She knew that there wasn't great signal at Davy's grandmother's where they may have gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she's just not been able to get signal to ring her. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the back of her mind as well, she knew that when that's been the case before, Becca will text her that she is going where there's going to be bad signal oh oh gosh what an and amazing also, kid i know she's like... so thoughtful mm-hmm. um it's just just a testament to how how she is as a person but also i think how her mum was and brought her up yeah yeah um so linda was adamant that they do something mm-hmm. um just that sort of they both had that gut feeling yeah So she told Sonia to wait at home for Becca in case her or Davies came back Mm -hmm. and that she would go out to search for Becca with Jess. Uh, So that's Becca's younger sister. Oh, okay. um, And one of their friends. So it got... God, I can't imagine the feeling. No. Like, just again, I'm sorry, sorry, we're going off on tangents. But like, last week, um, we lost one of our dogs for two hours on a walk. Well, I did whilst I was on a walk with him. And that was, like, the the feeling I felt. Like, I thought he was gone and we were never getting him back. And that feeling was just the worst, I think, I've felt. Like, the panic and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, just not knowing what to do and just thinking, like, I don't... At what point do I go home? Because I feel like I cannot go home whilst I've not got yeah. him. I can't fathom what that's like with a child. No. Like... I don't even want to try and imagine No, yeah. Uh, So it got to 7.15, and Sonia, that was it. She just couldn't sit at home anymore, just waiting. Mm -hmm. So Jack, who was Becca's younger brother, Mm -hmm. so around 10, I think he was, he kept on asking where she was, like picking up on the worry in that house. Sonia told him, like Linda, that maybe she was at Davies and that the signal was bad there. Wouldn't you just ring the house she didn't have the phone number oh Oh. um but she said at this point she just had this like gut Mm. parental instinct that something had happened to becca oh my god she mentioned that linda had told her that she didn't feel becca would be coming home oh my god so oh my god i can't imagine feeling like that when like just i don't know like they've not even been gone like a day or but to like have that that feeling oh so sonia said it was like becca had just vanished after they'd spoken Mm -hmm. since then no one had seen or heard from her she'd just gone and she couldn't fathom that no one knew where she was Mm. so the more time passed the more the fear and cold dread just seeped into sonia while mm-hmm. waiting for the police to come out to see her, Sonia continued to ring Becca and mm-hmm. Davies but got no answer. Oh. So at breaking point and almost nine o'clock oh, at night wow. now, Sonia rang Davies' father, um, who confirmed he hadn't seen Davies or Becca. Oh, I hadn't seen Davies either. Nope. Wouldn't they have been concerned about where their son was he, like regularly hung up with friends and he stayed over his grandmothers Uh, a lot. People treat boys differently generally. They're like, oh, fine, they're out. (laughs) So Davy's father said he was sure he was at his grandmother's house. Okay. Um, So Sonia got the grandmother's number from Davy's father and she rang her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um she confirmed that Davies was upstairs with oh. his friends. Oh, so he's gone to his grandma's. Yeah. Okay. He went there quite often. Mm. So Sonia she must have just felt so relieved. Like, yeah. He's there. She said he's with his friends. Becca's going to Becca be there. Becca must be there, yeah. Um oh. so She yeah, that feeling of just like, oh, okay, I that's was right. Where she's are. where the signal was patchy. She's yeah. there, he's there, she's got to be oh. there so sonia said that she needed to speak to david as a matter of urgency Mm -hmm. and his grandmother put him on yeah so at this point her heart must have just sunk yeah it would have gone like from up to just like even further rock bottom she asked him if he'd seen becca at all that day to which he told her he hadn't hang on he said he hadn't seen her at all yeah when becca hung up saying oh i've just seen them yeah so, fuck off. Despite Sonia being on the phone with her daughter when she saw Davies, mm-hmm. yeah, sort of your point, yeah. So Sonia questioned him um, about the plan to come over later, to which Davies told her that he'd been caught up at his grandmother's and Becca had made other plans. He is like the human equivalent yep. of like all the gunk that collects yep. in your plug hole. Like, now, oh my God. As you said, Becca had obviously seen him. Mm-hmm. And so Sonia asked him about this next. He said that Becca must have been mistaken and confused him for Josh Humphreys. Oh, who yeah. Who is one of their friends that Becca had dated when they'd been broken up. Oh, yeah, because it's really easy to mix two people up like that. Yep. Oh, they've both <laughs> got the name Josh, though, don't they? Yeah. And <laughs> obviously, they right. look alike, the idiot. <laughs> like, what? All Josh's look the same, apparently. <laughs> like... So, what worried Sonia as well, despite the obvious flaws in what he was bullshitting her with, mm-hmm. was that Davies made no mention of trying to contact Becca. Oh, yeah. Because they were meant to meet up. Yeah. So, why? Yeah. And even after claiming he was delayed two hours at his grandmother's, mm-hmm. he was still there. And on top of that, there was just this complete lack of worry about yeah. Becca's whereabouts. And, and also, if I remember correctly, going back to, like, I don't know, half an hour ago. Yeah. You said that Josh texted her phone to be like, where are you? Yeah. I'm worried. So when her mother is calling you... Yeah. Your your fucking story isn't even no. matching up when you're trying to lie. Exactly. Like, What? because so, if he's tried to cover his tracks like that to be like oh when someone finds her they'll see that I tried to contact her why is he not then pretending to her mum like oh yeah okay. I did try and get hold of her but I just assumed she was mad at me or exactly. didn't want to get back together or? because he's a fucking idiot. he's like too stupid <laughs> to keep his story straight yeah. sadly as well just coming back to it Sonia said that with the complete lack of worry She just got this feeling that it was like almost like he knew exactly where Becca was. Yeah, because he's a smug fucking git. So when police did arrive to talk to Sonia, they started asking her questions about what sort of person Becca was. Like, a lovely person? Yeah, whether she had form for going missing or running away. And this just frustrated Sonia. She's just like, well, what's the point of this line of questioning? I've rung you because this Mm. isn't like her. I guess... I guess they do get so many missing persons reports that it's kind of like we dropped my dog off for a scan today because he's got to have an operation, we think. And part of the symptoms that he's really skinny, Um, it's to do with his liver, not going to go into it, but they were like, this might sound really condescending, but we do have to ask, like, are you... Feeding him enough yeah. to make sure that it's not just that he's not getting the right nutrition. It's like, yeah, yeah yes. yes, we are—we're feeding him more than he should have. But, so, yeah. but I guess it's just something they have they to have tick to. off. But they do, but at the same time, Sonia just felt that they're kind they of dismissing her a bit. To her. Mm. They told her that as it was the first night of half term, they thought she'd just gone to a party. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. And completely ignored Sonia telling them that that wasn't like Becca and that she had plans to stay yeah. at home that night and that even if they changed, she would have let her mum know. Well, yeah, and in my experience, I'm sorry, but all the films, all the, like, teen films where they're going out to, like, these giant parties all the time are not true life, police And if they are, they don't end well. No. When I was 15... Friends were not having these like fucking banging giant parties all the time. Well, there were some parties. Okay. Um police actually went to check them. Okay. And then they returned around midnight now. Oh god. Um, they so t- they just sat at home. Yeah. Just like they told Sonia that they still hadn't found Becca but that at another teenager party um they'd found someone from her sort of school. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they were then going to check out this other party that they knew about to see whether they could find her there. Okay. Um and they said if they still didn't have any answers, they'd let the next shift that was coming on know what was happening. Oh my god. But like why wouldn't you anyway, why do you well, yeah this? surely they should like, anyway. Yeah. So, Sonia asked if they had spoken to Davies or his family. Yeah, because you'd think that would be their first port of call as well. Yeah, but they just skirted around it. What? Um, and when Sonia then asked what else could they do, could they look at CCTV, could they send out the helicopter, like anything yeah. she could think of. Yeah, because they... like, if nothing else, she's potentially just out by herself yeah. in the hail and rain in October yeah. overnight. They told her that they could only do that if the person was missing more than 24 hours or had a medical condition. But, but, we know that when people are missing, the first 48 hours are the most critical. Yeah. And so why insane. would you wait till half of that's gone? And also, she did have a medical condition. She was under consultant care for oh, why she yeah. kept on passing out. That's true, but yeah. But they didn't So pass. what if she passed out in the woods somewhere, yeah. and now she's, like... Oh. Sonia said they just dismissed it? What the... F- Oh. So she never heard from the police that she had spoken to, wow. or the next shift. Wow! And so she then started ringing for updates herself. Also, I mean, I'm sorry, but your case um, with the the women, the mother and daughter, yeah. and so many other cases, the husband is instantly like viewed as suspect number one. Yeah. Put through hell when they're innocent. Yeah. <laughs> But in this case, they're like, oh, no, we're not going to do anything with the boyfriend. Yep. Like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> Sonia started ringing for updates herself, mm-hmm. um, but she constantly felt like they weren't doing anything to find Becca and they weren't taking it seriously. God. On the other hand, Sonia said she saw Becca's friends desperately trying to find her. They were posting to Facebook, going and looking oh, out themselves. Oh, my God. And they are putting themselves in danger because the police yeah. aren't doing anything. So all her friends were doing this. Apart from Davies. Oh, interesting. Surprise, surprise. Um So, yeah. Uh, he didn't even call Sonia back to find out if Becca was I'm okay. Like, I'm, like, leaning forward to be, like, uh, trying to read, to be like, what's going to happen? And then I'm like, no, I can't read your notes. I need to listen. Oh, there's a cat. <laughs> um, so, at around 2 a.m., Sonia woke up. And she went outside and noticed just how freezing cold it was. Oh, and then you're thinking, if she is out there. Yeah. She said that's all she could think of was Becca out alone in the freezing cold. cold. She was terrified for her daughter. Mm-hmm. And she said she just wanted to go and wake everyone up so they could all go and look for her until she was found. Yeah. And that she just couldn't believe that the world was sleeping while her world crumbled away. Yeah. Um, so she found no sleep for the rest of the night. No Mm -hmm. surprise. Yeah. Um, and she was just stuck with all the what ifs and what might be going Mm. on round in her head. Yeah. So at 8am now on the Sunday morning, Sonia called the police again. This time the receptionist, instead of telling her there were no new updates, she told her that the officer dealing with the case was going to ring her later as he'd been called out that moment, pretty much, on a rapid response issue. Oh, that would instantly get your heart going of, like, what have they... Sonia said in her book that it's at this point that she knew they'd found Becca. Oh. So, desperately trying to hold it together, Sonia went out to search for Becca herself. She retraced the route that she took while she was on the phone to her with her brother and Jess. I don't think I'd take my other kids. She it's took so Jess because Jess was older mm. and she knew the area. Sonia yeah. didn't really know the area. They'd just moved. Oh, oh of course. Yeah. And oh, then I keep forgetting that. Sonia took her brother, um, not, oh, not, not Jess's, brother. Jess's brother. Oh, okay. So unable to just sit at home waiting for news, Becca's aunt Linda stayed home just in case she heard from police. Mm-hmm. And at some point that Sunday morning, Linda rang them and told them to stop looking and to just come home. Oh, God. And that instantly you'd know. Yeah, it was uh. at this point, yeah. But Sonia knew for certain that she was going to hear the news she dreaded. Mm-hmm. Um, she just held on to Jess, terrified oh. in that moment of losing her too. Oh, God. And, yeah, this is when it starts getting me. Yeah. Um, Sonia tried to start running for the car, just oh. wanting to get home. Um, but her legs, she said, just kept giving way. Oh, God. Um, the whole while, she recalls just focusing on the need to let Jess know what had happened as well because Jess hadn't twigged what oh, that thing she was meant. Genuinely. Like, oh, um, oh, bless her. She tried to tell Jess that Becca wouldn't be coming home, um, that she was dead but Jess just tried to reassure her mum that she'd be okay and that she was just injured. Oh, bless. Um, Above all, with the hope of her daughter being okay and knowing it in her soul, um, Sonia just wanted the chance... Oh, Above all, the hope of her daughter being okay, but that she wasn't, and just knowing that she wasn't in her soul. Yeah. Sonia just wanted the chance to kill the person who had murdered Becca and taken her away. Gosh. So they arrived at Linda's house and Sonia Mm -hmm. went into the living room and there she was greeted by P.C. Doherty, Mm -hmm. um, which is such a Welsh name. Yeah, Doherty. (laughs) He told her that he was their family liaison officer. Mm -hmm. Um, It was then that he told them that they'd found the body of a girl who matched Becca's description. In that moment, all the puzzle pieces fell into place for Sonia. She was so angry and just demanded to know if they'd caught who'd done it. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, they hadn't at that point. And Sonia just ran out of the room and was violently sick. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, God. Afterwards, uh, the fear that had consumed her, she said, was just replaced by darkness. Her worst Mm. fears had been confirmed, and now there was just this numb void. Oh, gosh. So one prevailing thought that she had was that she just needed to be strong for Jess and Jack, so that she could give them her strength. Which is Aww. just oh. you're not going to get through. The rest of <laughs> no, this. Jesus. Oh, but that's just that's the thing. I can't imagine having that happen, but having, having, to be having other kids, for other children. Yeah, like I, I don't know whether that does make it better. I know some people are like. Uh, say the only thing that kept me going was my other children. children. But also you can't feel those feelings and and fall apart in that way that you kind of almost need to. I can't imagine as well the added fear that you must have that they're also going to be taken away from you. Yeah. God, yeah. How do you then stop yourself from just cotton-wooling them and never letting them out of your sight? So... Once Sonia was able to sort of come back into the room, um, her and Jess were driven back to their home by mm-hmm. um, Doherty. Mm-hmm. And after Sonia assured him she'd be okay, he left to go and work on the case, telling mm-hmm. her that he'd be back later in the afternoon. Aww. So once she was alone, Sonia just lost herself staring out of the window where Becca used to. Oh. And then Jess came up behind her, very mm-hmm. upset, saying that she'd heard Becca behind her asking where she was. Oh my god, that's kind of that gives me chills. Yeah. Sonia told Jess that Becca couldn't have done this as she was in heaven. Oh, that's making me shiver. Oh my god This is why I don't normally focus on like who the, they were. Yeah. And, well, but I know it's important. <laughs> it too, is so but, important. Oh. But yeah, that's why I'm always crying in my cases. Yeah. So, later that afternoon, as promised, uh, Doherty did come back with officers from the Major Crimes Unit. Okay. They asked if Sonia knew a boy called Liam Thomas. Right. Now, Sonia knew of him, but didn't actually know him. But Mm -hmm. she knew that he was a friend of Davies. Okay. Um, She obviously asked the officers if they believed it was him who had killed Becca, the Thomas. Yeah. But officers informed her that they didn't think it was him, though they'd arrested two other boys that morning. Right. Daniel Ninnis, who was Davy's best friend. Okay. And known to absolutely despise Becker after she turned him oh, down. Oh, right! So he's like a lovely kind of almost. How like dare that, you turn yeah. me down? That like really toxic incel mindset. Yeah, wonderful. Um, and that they had also arrested Joshua Davies. Thank God. So that was really quick. That on is their quick part. to be said. So I wonder what connected him. What made them? Oh, we find out. Yeah. Mm. So interesting. interesting this. They've arrested the other two as well. I am uh, one. Oh, sorry, other one, and they've got yeah Liam. They've who, got Liam. The, um, I'm, Liam, I'm it intrigued. turns out, is the one who told his parents ah. what had happened, and they rang the police. Okay, go, Liam. I mean, you've eh. obviously been kind of shitty up to this yeah. point, but I'm glad that you finally got a conscience. I, yeah, like, exactly. I don't. He's not. Or at least got scared. He's not blameless at no. all, but I think he was more once, shook yeah, by it. Once shit went down and he was like, oh shit, that's real. Yeah. I'm assuming he caved and was like, oh my God. So, hearing this though, that they'd arrested Ninnis and Davies, Sonia couldn't believe at this point that Davies had done anything? I guess, yeah. you. How would you be... Like, how would you square um, that in your mind that somebody who your daughter thought she loved and trusted... And or, that mm. was... Liked and people did think yeah. was a nice person. Mm. Like, aside from what, he, how he treated Becca and breaking yeah. her heart, Sonia thought he was an okay boy. Yeah. Um, he'd even assured Sonia that he would protect Becca. Oh my god. Which is just like, oh. looking back on it, she was just like, yeah, what well, a great yeah. thing to say in a way. God. But I hope when they put those handcuffs on him, they did them really tight. He's just such an arsehole. Oh. She was convinced that out of the two that they had arrested, Ninnis had to have been the one who murdered Becca. Mm-hmm. The officers, I mean, he's got more reason to, hasn't he? Well, the officers broke it to her that they believed it was the opposite. Oh, That Davies, not Ninnis, had murdered Becca, even though they were blaming each other at that point. Yeah, And to them, they, she said it really hit her when they told her as police officers and working in major crimes and that they had rarely seen someone so cold and that they felt Davies was just pure evil. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So, Sonia asked the officers to tell her everything that mm-hmm. they knew as she feared the thought of not knowing was worse yeah. than knowing however hard it well, was. Yeah, because your mind is going to make up so many awful things. Yeah, like... So... They told her how Becca had suffered blows to her head, which had been oh, the cause of her death. God. But they explained to her the evidence that they'd gathered and were gathering and how forensics were still piecing the picture together. They couldn't give her all the answers. Okay. Um, Especially with it being a, like, yeah, live yeah, case. Yeah, they've only discovered her very recently. Yeah. Um, And obviously Sonia is going to end up being a witness in court they can't
1: tell her all the details that's true
0: yeah Um, they did tell her that Becca was still in situ at the scene of the murder she's still in the woods Sonia just she couldn't stand the thought of that she asked them to move Becca and just get her out of that place Mm -hmm. Um, she just couldn't stand the thought of her lying there alone Um, but police explained to her that they wanted to and they would as soon as they could but they only were going to get this one chance to collect the evidence and they wanted to make sure they got it right and got everything which Sonia as hard as it was accepted and was adamant Mm. at that point that they ensured that they did then if her child had to lie there a moment longer they had better make good use of the time yeah Oh, that's making me choke up. Yeah. Oh my god. So, just like as a parent thinking about them being out there like overnight and, oh, they did finish up the, the, the same day that they told her that oh, they'd arrested good. the boys and that Becca was there. Oh. Um, and then Sonia had to travel up to Cardiff and go and ID Becca. Oh god. But she didn't. He really didn't. You say he like beat her Okay, but. But yeah, when Sonia got there, she did have to wait a few minutes to see Becca because the medical team were covering up a cut on her forehead. Mm-hmm. But her face was pretty intact. Okay. Um, mm. And they just wanted to make the impossible task easier for Sonia, even like if it was the minutest amount. Yeah. Um, but I can't No. Imagine. Um, awfully as well, because it was an active murder investigation, Doherty explained that Sonia wouldn't be able to touch, kiss, or hold Becca, as they couldn't risk contaminating any forensic Mm. evidence. Yeah. Sonia struggled to take the information in, finding everything just overwhelming. Yeah. Um, on top of it all, it turned out that Sonia's ex, um, husband, so Becca's dad, And some of his family were also going to be there to see Becca at the same time? Oh, God. Really? At the same time? Mm. I just thought they'd do it independently. Sadly not. That's sad. Especially because, as I said, their marriage had been a shit one. Yeah. Um, Sonia said it was terrifying at points. Oh, great. So he was... Abusive. Then. He was abusive. Mm. I believe it never uses the word abusive okay. in the book, so I don't want to. But if fling that n- out there, no. But using it the word terrifying was not good. And as you say, their yeah. kids wanted nothing to do with him. No. And abuse comes in many forms. Yeah. If someone's feeling scared of someone, yeah. whatever the reason, that's not. I would class it as that. But. Yeah. But so no. while <laughs> they were that IDing backer, um, I think he's an absolute piece of garbage human um mm-hmm. he went as far as to ask sonia how she could have let becca be murdered what oh yeah because she just let that happen yeah right why did you let her get murdered because she's your child as well Yeah.
1: like um, turn
0: that around on yourself why weren't you there in that case to be able to stop her being murdered if you're thinking like that so walking wow. into the room um, to ID Becca Sonia mm. saw Becca's face and she said any hope she'd held on to got stripped away in that moment mm. but then all of a sudden she was pushed aside by Becca's dad oh um, fuck's sake and he actually had to be stopped by Doherty um, mm. because he was like rushing up to Becca and they are worried that he'd touch her uh, okay. right. oh. I mean obviously he's struggling with it but he's not being very yeah. No. But and he's obviously genuinely grieving yeah. for her as well. But mm. Sonia was just numb. Um she said as she noticed how peaceful Becca looked with oh. like a hint of a smile on her lips. Oh wow. Like but then she suddenly noticed some blood um by Becca's ear. And her head just started rushing as she had to formally ID her. Mm-hmm. She was only able to bring herself to nod. Um, it was enough for the police, luckily, mm-hmm. but she yeah, Thank just God. couldn't bring herself to yeah, verbally confirm that that was her daughter. Yeah. Oh. So Monday morning came about, and after another night with, not surprisingly, very little sleep mm-hmm. um, and reality starting to set in, Sonia received a phone call from Doherty okay. asking if her and Linda were feeling up to giving their statements at the police oh, station. Oh, wow, that's a big thing. Sonia wanted to just get it out of the way sooner rather than later. Um, she was worried that she'd start forgetting even more details as time wore yeah. on. smart. So yeah. one thing she wanted to let police know was that she'd received a text from Davies to Becca's phone the previous day oh. telling her to come home that everyone was worried about her and that he hoped she wasn't upset about a fight with another girl. Okay. Something that Sonia was sure hadn't happened and felt like Davies was just trying to mislead the investigation by mentioning. Especially, Sonia points out, as he knew Becca didn't have her actual phone with her. Because she'd been using her mum's phone because Becca's phone had no credit. Right, I was going to ask how come her mum had her phone when they'd been on the phone. Yeah. Becca oh. was using her mum's phone to then call her mobile because her mum's phone had credit, right. but her phone didn't. Oh, wow. So before heading to the police station, Sonia like, took some time to write down every detail she could remember. She made notes of all the phone calls she'd made, all the phone calls she'd received, mm-hmm. all the text messages, all the timings. And she also wrote down all of Becca's social media usernames and passwords, which is just like uh, amazing. Yeah, just everything she can think yeah. of to let them search Piece for evidence. Together. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, she went to give her statement. She sat down, and Doherty told her that she needed to. What she needed to do was start at the beginning and tell him everything, but with no prompts or anything. Mm-hmm. Sonia was worried she'd forget something as you would be yeah but after hours during a break Doherty then told her it was also time to release Becca's name to the press and asked Sonia if they had a photo that they could use oh gosh I hadn't even thought about that yeah. obviously they wouldn't have released her name yeah so Sonia wanted to go home um, to have time to find one that she knew Becca would like and like oh. she was so worried because she knew Becca took pictures but didn't like all of them, yeah. like all of us do. Yep. And so she wanted to find one that she knew she liked, um, but Dorothy told her that they needed one now. So Sonia and him sat down with her Facebook to choose a photo, oh, which gosh. is just, I mean, I know he's there as the family liaison officer and to support mm. her, but just to be able to help her do that. Yeah. Is just, you've got to be a special person, I think, yeah. to do that. to be yeah able to support yeah so afterwards Sonia said it was obvious as well that Doherty was really affected by the process and investigation Mm. himself Um, he had children Mm. one of whom was the same age as Jess Uh, Rebecca's sister almost the same age as um, Rebecca as Becca Um, it was at this point that Sonia said she asked if she could be given everything that they knew as it came up Telling him that even if it was just photocopies, she wanted them. So that when and if she had the strength in the future to read it, she could. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonia finally finished giving her statement at around 9pm that night. So you think that's like a whole day of yeah. having to go over it all. Mm-hmm. She was understandably completely exhausted. Physically, mentally, emotionally, just mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, And... Then it was Jess's turn to go and give oh a statement. Oh her sister has to give one. Her sister had to give oh one as well. Oh my god, um, she didn't have to give it at the police station, and they have a special venue for kids that was designed to look like a normal home. Oh, really? That's good. Sweet. That's really. That's I'm impressed. And it's got with that. books and toys and stuff, mm-hmm. and that, and they so they can like play with the toys while yeah. giving their statements oh. to try and take their mind not off of what they're doing no, but just make yeah, it more easier comfortable. yeah not easier but yeah comfortable that's um oh i'm impressed yeah. with that like there's there's so much often that it's done you in policing it should but, be done differently yeah. or that's done wrong yeah but that's actually a really that shows genuine forethought yeah. and care um jack luckily didn't have to give a statement Thank because God. he was too young Um, And Jess's statement didn't take anywhere near as long as Sonia's. She returned home around midnight. Mm -hmm. God, that's late. And then they all went to bed together in Sonia's bed, just none of them wanting to be apart. No. So Sonia recalled how after giving their statements, um, she said she came home and realised that even though Becca was gone, Mm -hmm. she was still with them and that she could feel her presence all around and in what she did. Oh, my gosh. She also said she felt a second new presence in her life as she called it this dark hatred towards Davies a belief and faith that the police were right with their thoughts that he had murdered Becca Mm -hmm. and just this need to see him pay for what he'd done yeah um during this time uh Sonia turned to her faith um, it was something that she shared with Becca. Like, Becca was raised very religiously. Oh, okay. Um, she had rosary beads in her bedroom and everything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she had told Becca that when she died, she'd try and get a message to them and watch Aww. over her and her other children as a guardian oh angel. Oh, gosh. And with this t- turn, not back to faith, but turn even more into her faith, yeah. I think, for support, Sonia just felt a need to go and see a medium to know that she was right and that just to get some comfort and proof that there was Mm. something after this life and that she'd see Becca again. So Sonia arranged a meeting with a medium that Becca had previously asked for them to go to together. Oh, right. So he was called Christopher Heath. Mm -hmm. So when she arrived, Sonia felt this, just that his place was so calming. Yeah. He asked for an item of Becca's and she took off Becca's favourite ring that she'd been wearing. Oh um, and she handed it to Christopher. He just sat holding it for a few minutes before mm-hmm. telling her that a man who had died of a heart attack was there. Okay. So Sonia immediately thought of her father, so Becca's grandfather. Mm-hmm. And Christopher told her that the man had brought a girl with him called Rebecca. Mm-hmm. But that he she wanted him to use the name Becca or Beck. Okay. He then went on to describe how Becca had passed over. Details that he wouldn't have been able to know as they hadn't been released yet. Oh, wow. That's creepy. Which, you know I'm such a sceptic. You idioms. are, yeah. But that's pretty <laughs> so incontrovertible. Yes. And it what? gets weirder. Okay. Like, in terms of, for me. Yeah. Christopher also told Sonia that Rebecca was telling him that when she passed over, there were two boys there. He described Ninnis and Davies to a T. Okay, what the fuck? Because they wouldn't have been released as suspects, would they? No. Cause they're minors as yep. well. Um, he also got other details, like the route Becca took that day and the woods and where she was found, like, correctly as well. Okay, then. <sighs> okay, oh, this is kind yeah. of freaky. On top of it as well, he relayed questions and comments Becca had about what had happened since her murder. Okay. Including asking her mum why she put one of the photos of her into a big silver frame. What? That was something that Sonia had just done before the meeting to get it ready for the memorial. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god, this guy is like. Give me pause because I am a big sceptic, but. Yeah. Those are some pretty nails, heads being hit. Yeah. Like, how do you argue against that being real? Like, oh my God. It does, when I was reading it, it gave me actual chills. Yeah. (sighs) Finally, Christopher said that Becca said to say that she loved them all. And that her mum shouldn't cry, she was now with her grand and grandpa, oh. and with the end of the meeting, Sonia said she'd found what she'd been looking for. she knew for certain that Becca was in heaven and that she'd see her again one day. oh, oh her voice oh. went high there i'm so i because I don't have that kind of belief in faith, no but I'm so glad for her that yeah. she found that and she's got I, the peace I, yeah. that. And maybe I'm wrong and maybe that is the case. It does make you wonder when stuff yeah. like that happens. It's yeah. That. I hope for her that that is what happens. It's yeah. like, oh. So, Tuesday morning and Doherty now asked if he could have Becca's latest diary okay. as a matter of urgency. hmm Going up to her room, Sonia found in one of her cupboards all of her diaries. Davies, hey. as we mentioned, had been obsessed with reading them. Yeah. Um, and he'd been trying to find them and see what she was writing in them. Hey. He'd been that obsessed that when he used to come round, Sonia would actually look after them so that Davies couldn't get his hands the on them. fuck? God. Yep. So while finding these diaries, Sonia also noticed something else, which is just disgusting. Someone else, almost certainly Davies, because he's a vile human, mm-hmm. had sprayed things like "Bet what? Becca is a slag on the walls I'm in very, coloured hairspray. the fuck? In her own bedroom. What the fuck? It looked like Becca had tried to clean them off before covering what was left of them with posters. Oh, that poor girl. Yep. In her own bedroom where she yep. should feel safe and her Just... best self. Mm-hmm. The only reason vile. Sonia had been able to see them is because the post had been taken down. Um, she told Doherty about them, obviously, and he came and took photos of them. Mm-hmm. And then later that day, Sonia was informed that Davies was now being charged with Becca's murder. Oh my god! And that—that's not the end. Is where we're going to end for this no. week. No, yeah, no. Week two, we'll get onto obviously him being charged and all the evidence and. What it what comes out actually yeah. happened and oh his sentence and everything. I'm so interested because I'm now fully believing this medium guy. Yeah. I, I'm like he is legit. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but then he said that there were two boys there was ninnis and which makes sense with what we go into next week oh. i will leave that as a oh. something to muse over oh my please God. don't muse over it go and do yep. something that is not to well, do with yes this. definitely um, but also come yeah, back next come week Come back next week and yeah wow. maybe spare a few minutes thought for becca and her mum and family yeah, yeah. I, I think it's that. a case where I've been able to really focus on mm. who the victim yeah, was. Yeah, and... but you were definitely wrong. This is not a case I know. Ooh, the, I'm surprised. Yeah, the I case did know this one. I'm thinking of is a totally different one, huh. which I I might have to do. And yeah, we're going to end up just being like the Rebecca podcast. <laughs> but oh, this one just—it's horrible. It really is. It's, it's so sad. It's I say it every time with my cases and your cases. It's such a horrible case, and yeah. I think that's because they all are. Yeah, they all are. You can't it's all ever... in their own way, but they yeah. all are horrendous, mm. and it's never easy or fun. Yeah, if you're delving into it, it's interesting. Like to yeah, see the psychology of the people and understand. But- yeah, I think each case is heartbreaking in its own way, and I will never understand those people that treat it like horror movies. Yeah, or well, like yeah, like, like they seem to forget that these are real people with real lives that were cut horrifically yeah, short, and people around them being affected forever. Yeah, like yeah, the people that it's very easy to sit in a room or a car and just listen to mm, it for and entertainment, think it's kind of like a murder mystery yeah. kind of thing. But it's yeah, it's not something to turn into. Uh, like a kind of big glib about, yeah, and sort of have as like a ghoulish hobby that you view as like exciting, yeah, and fun. It's yeah, that sort of the sociology, the psychology, and honouring the victims by trying to focus on who they were and yeah, understand sort of them and their lives. I think is is important but... i know we have humor throughout it but i think that's never at the victim or their families no the... you, i think it's sometimes needed for how heavy a topic oh God, it is you just couldn't get through it all without the sort of the breakaways yeah but yeah, yeah it shouldn't ever be that this is just entertainment for yeah. entertainment's sake yeah um so yeah we will catch you next week yeah please <laughs> yep i'm gonna cycle home and try not to i'm cry. going to go and pick up my middle child now yeah <laughs> all right cool. see, you, see later. you later bye oh you've been listening to the, the weird, weird sisters. sisters thanks for giving us a listen um hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like a share and yeah yeah a review Tell your friends, tell please, your... please, please, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything to help us out. Um, and if you do want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at the Weird Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. That is weird with a Y, as we have said before. <laughs> w Y R D. Why, you ask? We don't know. <laughs> well, you should, because you are an English <laughs> Masters Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the weird sisters podcast again (laughs) wyrd and instagram as well which is surprisingly the weird sisters podcast wyrd also (laughs) and yeah we would love to hear from you any sort of suggestions comments just want to chat we're here for you awesome hope to hear from you soon guys yeah Bye.